TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. After game two, you guys said that you wanted to take things one game at a time. So how do you keep the momentum going heading back into hostile territory? Well, that's it. It's one game. We need to win a game on the road. If we don't win a game on the road in this series, we're, we're not advancing. So we know that 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 was that's been in front of us, you know, since the playoffs started, and uh, we've got an opportunity to do that Tuesday. Uh, as I said, if we can, if, you know, remain disciplined now, you know, you can see a bit of a tail both ways, right, in this series. Where so we have to make sure that you know we have that focus of. Of staying out of those those situations that got us in trouble up there and in the box, particularly game two, uh, take what we did well here, um, and and bring it up there, um, and that's it. You know we've played well on the road all year, so I don't believe our guys would be worried about that. It's just, you know, we know what they can bring, and and so as I said, we got it to even, but uh, that's it. That's all we're we're kind of uh, we're going to enjoy today, mostly because it's Mother's Day. We should appreciate our mothers, but uh, it's back to work tomorrow. All those Boston teams, they're bad as a mother right now. Late night, W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ. That is Coach Bruce Cassidy, who will not be fired. Talking about, look, what you saw in the last two games, the Bruins now have to just go back and really win one in Carolina. Everything's a zero-sum game all of a sudden again. It's really good feeling and knowing that, hey, look, Okay, you know, even odds makers say, hey, the Bruins will win game three and then probably Carolina win game four and it just become just nothing but pageantry for game five in Carolina in Raleigh. Uh-uh. They're shaking. Coming up, we'll talk Celtics tonight. Incredible game. Ugly. Just seconds away from finishing. Once the game is finished, we'll discuss Celtics and what went on tonight. Just absolutely fascinating. Al Horford is owning all of his $25 million in like the last three games. Back to the Bruins. See, I was concerned that the Bruins were letting a bully punch them in the mouth. And that's what was kind of happening. They were kind of having fun. You know, Raleigh, where they play, Carolina plays, they're not a hockey town. It's like probably like one of the best places to go on a date is a Hurricanes game. Joseph, thank you so much for being here. I think this is our first time. I've had a lot of one-night stands or first times here on Late Night, but thank you so much for working tonight, man. <laughs> oh, thank but, you. Appreciate appreciate uh, being a part of the crew. Yeah, I, I, look, how do I know that hurricane games are like one of these places, like great place to go on a first date, not really hockey? 
the Hurricanes became the Hurricanes when I was in college in Greensboro, North Carolina. So literally, they were just giving tickets to college kids, just please show up, before they ended up moving to Raleigh. They had a better chance staying in the college town. It's kind of like, hmm, let's just go get a steak tartare. Well, when you think Carolina, do you really think the Carolina Hurricanes? That's that's the question you also got to think of. I think it's like... The Hartford Whalers. And I was going to bring out the shaman in me today if it was like, oh my gosh, you know, Bruins on the face of elimination. I might have to, you know, bring out the soul sacrifice by Santana drums and call out the spirits and the evil spirits of the Whalers. But I don't have to do that because the Bruins punched the bully back in the mouth. Count them. Penalties. One, two, three. Four, five, one on the bench. That's six, seven, eight penalties on the Hurricanes. That's a bully that got punched back in the mouth. That's what you're supposed to do. Here's more from Coach Cassidy about how the game played out. Bruce, just a thought on the ability of your team to get to 2-2 now and make this a best-of-three series after dropping the first two. Yeah, I mean, we talked about there's adversity. Uh, we, we hit it early. Um and, and we're still going through it. We're 2-2, but we're going on the road, um, you know, and a place they've played very well in this series, and we've played very well here. I, I thought we had pockets of real good game up there in Carolina. So, you know, that part of it will be a positive for us. Uh, you know, getting some momentum here will be a positive, but they're going to go back home, and we're going to see, their I'm sure, their best effort on in game five. Our adversity still there. We, we have a couple of defensemen we rely on a lot that are right now unavailable to us. So there's... Other people have to pick it up. So um, it's great to even it and get back into it. But, you know, we haven't won anything other than get it back to square uh, to even. That's all you have to do sometimes with a bully. I don't know. I, I mean, I know the word bully is kind of condescending and, you know, you can raise funds around it. But for those who remember it, it was meet, meet at the schoolyard at 3 o'clock. You let the bully get to you. The fight was over at 3.05. Everybody could hop on the bus and get home. I'm telling you of a time going by. Now everything is done digitally. But if you got the fight to go to around 310, 315, people had to decide whether they were going to stick around and miss the bus, you know, catch the late bus home and see how this fight really turns out. And that's where this series is with the Bruins in Carolina. Now, a little bit on the D'Angelo situation that you've been hearing a, a bunch of, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Jay-Z says something very, very, very key that I use. Very rarely do I quote a rapper in my life at this point. But he says it says, you never argue with a fool because from a distance you can't tell who's who. So if Brad Marchand called him a racist and he said something, D'Angelo said, don't fall for it, right? Because they're waiting for that punch. You know how that goes. For God's sakes, there's a whole town here in Massachusetts that's dealing with a hockey team and race issues. You don't want to jump into that pool. Just stick with what's going on. The Canes are reeling. They seem very much like the team that was nervous in the very first period of the first game, except for this time, the Bruins got the kids on the schoolyard to stay past 3.05. And right now it's about 3.10. All right, coming up in 30 minutes... A parlay and scared money don't make none. 
for tomorrow's Bruins game, Joe, that could win you a million dollars. Ooh, I like that. I like the sound of that. But you're, you're because you do. But it's also called scared money don't make none. Meaning that, you know, if you want to get the million dollars, I'm not saying you got to put up a hundred thou, but you got to put up something that'll make you say, you know, mm, mm. Now I'll give you some of like the Joe money and. The scared money numbers, and and they may look good to you, but scared money don't make none. A chance to win $1 million in a parlay for the Bruins game. And I think it's only like four legs. Four legs. And it's a very realistic one. It's not like one of those, you know, like, you know, squid will be thrown out with two minutes left in the first. I don't do those things. Celtics win 116-108. Seven minutes will go Celtics wall-to-wall. Take your calls on what you saw in the game tonight, 617 Seven seven nine seven ninety three seven text line three seven ninety three seven KJ late night here on WEEI. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Mike Budenholzer raising the flag here. Got a subs on the floor. Javon Carter at the point. Vanasa Sanacumpo, Vildoza's out there as well with Nora and Tucker. And it is Tucker with Brown on him, and he'll score it inside with 19 seconds left. So let me ask you this, Stan, as we get to the finish line here. Fourth quarter, we saw Grant Williams sit, and Ime Udoka stuck with Derek White in the fourth quarter. That was a, a huge move. It, it really was, and he elected that ball handling on the floor, but look. The job of Al Horford, we talked about his 30 points, but he guarded Giannis Antetokounmpo all night tonight. The Celtics win game four. Al Horford with a career high. Giannis, 34 points and 18 rebounds, but in a losing effort. Late night. W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's KJ617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Celtics. Celtics win 116-108. Score 43 points in the fourth quarter. 
I'm kind of lo- I'm a little upset that Emmy Odoka. I-, I would like to see the vote totals for Coach of the Year because Emmy Odoka has to has to have gotten votes for Coach of the Year. Giannis and his football disguised as basketball. Think about it. Bucks held to 25, 23, jumped up to 32 in the third quarter, which has always been kind of the Celtics' weakness, and they dropped that down to 28 and win by eight. They score 43 in the fourth quarter. They scored 47 in the first half. Of course, everyone's going to be talking. Big Al Horford, I, I, without, without Time Lord tonight, and, and this is why I say M.A. is, is genius. It's a way of saying just the same way he said, you know, look, we're going to play off our starters and we're going to go after the two seed the last game of the season because you can't operate in fear. Or when you know you don't have Time Lord and you say, hey, Time Lord is probably your primary big that can cover Giannis and he's not here. And in steps Al, who, gosh, if you're old enough to remember, like you would almost like win a bet. You're like, do you remember Al Horford in college and where did he go to? Like, like him and Yokim Noah are virtually the same age, and Yokim Noah's been out of the league for like six years. Al Horford, 30 points, 13 rebounds. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, 30 points, eight rebounds, five of seven from three. Like almost the perfect stat line. Plus 20 on the court. Jeez. This is this is this is where the genius of the Celtics is showing up. Now you have a chance to go in game five. This is now a three-game series. And the league is now paying attention to Giannis. If you remember, you saw during the game where there was a delay game called on him because he's just kind of meandering to the line. The league is paying Don't forget the tech, attention. too. He picked up a tech on that Al Horford stare down oh, after the dunk. I could care less about that. I'm talking about Giannis running the football disguised as basketball. The league knows about it, and I'm glad they're as sick of it as I am because it's not basketball. What the guy is literally doing is straight Earl Campbelling into the into the into the players. And unless you're Shaq, the only person who shouldn't get that call would be Shaq. And Shaq's not in the league. And so what you have is the league saying, okay, refs, pay attention to this. This is if you, if you go back to game three. When they when Boonholzer called the uh, went to the challenge early on the Giannis charge, it was like, "Hey, I tweeted out." Yeah, they're shook because refs are now calling this. This happens sometimes when you have small market teams and you've got a one dimensional player, and they want to make sure that they get a shot or shine to be able to because they're going to scream, "Oh, it's not fair!" And they love the Celtics and they always want to pull for them, and they're the ones that have the history, and we're the champions, and we should get no. You shouldn't be able to run like a fullback into people and taking eight steps at the same time. And that's what Giannis is. So when when you have someone like Giannis who's going to get somewhere around 30 a game, he had 18 rebounds tonight, that all doesn't matter. They gave up 43 points in the final quarter. And that says a lot. That says that Brooke Lopez isn't always going to show up. Bobby Portis hasn't been around for a couple of games. Grayson Allen, you remember he was supposed to be this darling? He's kind of disappeared. Pat Connaughton is always going to give you what he's going to give you, and he wasn't bad tonight. But other than that, it's Giannis in the football in the hand. And I'm so glad, I am so glad that they got this win tonight because now my dream of them winning in six is still a real possibility. I just seriously always believed 
that the Celtics could win this series in six games, and they stole a game where I think the Bucks felt they had this game because there was no Time Lord. I think the other thing you got to look at, KJ, is that Jalen Brown wasn't on the floor. He had five fouls in trouble. He didn't play a majority of that second half. And then you had Horford had some foul trouble. Grant Williams had some foul trouble. So if if you're the on the bigger, side, if you're on the, the side of the story, Bucks, you're the bigger, deflated. The bigger story tonight was Jason Tatum was trying to press it early on, and when Jason Tatum presses it, that's not the best Jason Tatum. I always say. When Jason Tatum goes to the hole, the more he goes, and I know the NBA is not really super designed like that. You know, John Moran's going to go to the hole all the time. But when you're a longer guy and you're these wings, you're in love with shooting the outside ball. Tatum was 3-for-10 from three-point land and then realized, hey, you know what? I need to get in there. Because if you're willing to grab rebounds, then why not get in there and get dirty on the offensive end? And he did that. Played 42 minutes. Horford, 42 minutes. Smart, 41 minutes. This was an all-hands-on-deck. Derek White, where you, for for several games, you're like, do not let this guy shoot. But this is why you get him. When there's other messes or things need to be cleaned up, if you can sneak in 9, 10, 11, 13 points, I wish to get 15, that's pretty high. You get those in there, it can cover some sins. I am worried about Peyton Pritchard because his open shot is going to be needed. I think winning tonight gives him another game to get that confidence because I've said this since the beginning of the season. Peyton Pritchard is going to hit a Steve Kerr-like, John Paxson-like shot in one of these series that's going to say it all makes sense. He's just not hitting those shots yet. But, again, taking the confidence and taking those shots is a whole other thing. All right, Daniel Tice, I think just the rust was there. And it's amazing that, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, you're going to have to lean on Tice quite a bit with no Rob Williams, only 11 minutes from Daniel Tice. So, um, ice up, boys. Great victory. 116, 108. I mean, just listen to how bad it was for some of the, for some of the Bucks. Drew Holiday, 5 for 22, 16 points in 41 minutes. Giannis running the football, right? Okay, so he ran you know, 14 attempts at 35, 32 yards. Might as well call it what it was. So I mean, even with him getting 34 and 18, they still lose by eight. Grayson Allen, three for seven in 30 minutes, seven points. That's not going to get it done. Wesley Matt, If Wesley Matthews can outscore Grayson Allen and Bobby Portis, and pretty much have the same, you know, as Pat and more than Pat Connaughton. That's a good night for the Celtics. Even uh, Tiannis even got in the game for a minute. That that's when you know because usually they put Tian they usually put Tiannis in the game, the brother, the older brother. When it's a victory and they get to run around a little bit, and you can take a shot, and people go crazy. No, this kind of like you need to kind of get ready for Game Five. And as bad as some of the three-point shooting look from the Celtics at times, they did shoot 38% from the field for three. 50% field goal percentage overall where Milwaukee shot 41.5. And and 33% from three, nine for 27. Yeah, that's the key right there. You you get Drew Holiday missing shots. You get Bobby Portis, you know, disappeared out of the game. And you've got a chance. Because if they're not beating you, you, and Giannis is still going to do what he's going to do, like... Giannis is really going to force it in game five. And hello, NBA. Hello, Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, Listen very close. Giannis is going to try and be a bull in the china shop and tell your refs that it's okay to blow the whistle on him three times in the first quarter because he's going to be rushing it for sure.
617-779-7937, text line 37937. Can you see the Celtics now getting it done in six? My partner, Don Darrow, thinks it's going to be in five, but five is already out. But can it be done in six? Because I'm a big believer of like, hey, if you can win it in game six, there's no reason for a game seven. Do not even let anything go to chance. So that's why I say Celtics in six. So they can, I mean, a rushed Giannis, even probably scoring 40 points. And how live is the garden going to be? Hey, count to 10. Start counting to 10 as soon as he steps into the 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 the, the, uh, the free throw line area start counting then get in his head because now all he's going to be hearing for the next couple of days is hey you can do everything but it ain't enough and that's where we want you coach adoka fabulous job because it it was fighting it was just going with the refs it started from early on the shots to Grant Williams in his face. God bless the guy. Like the guy in his next contract should get at least, you know, several more million dollars and in inches. You know, like just just give me more inches because to go up against Giannis is just a, it, it's just been absolutely fascinating. And this is the grit, and this is what I talk about with how Ma is the is the perfect guy to build a team. For a team that was spattering and, and fracturing apart last year. Like there's no question, you there, you're no question that this team plays together now. This is totally different than what you saw at the end of last year in that limping out of the net series. This is a team. This is even bigger than what you saw in November. They finally bought it. So for those who've been, you know, keeping the faith the whole time. The Celtics have pretty much been doing this this whole calendar year. And that right there is fast. That's why I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, you know, making giving congratulations to Monty Williams for winning Coach of the Year. But that's an easy coaching job. <laughs> I mean, what are you really coaching? But what happened this year here with these Celtics? Like, think about it. Marcus Smart was supposed to be the ultimate trade piece. Were they going to break up Tatum and Brown? Ennis Cantor was working more on his stand-ups for television appearances than he was getting in providing offense. It was a damn mess. But here we are. Series tied. 2-2. Game 5 in the Garden against the NBA champs. And Time Lord will be there for Game 5. If someone told you that a year ago, tap you in the shoulder and say, oh, don't worry. They may take They may beat Giannis in six. Or seven. Like, those guys? Who who else did they get? Al Horford. <laughs> George in New Haven. Thank you for calling late night WEEI 617-779-7937. Go ahead, man. Oh, yeah. That has like the most exciting fourth quarter I've ever seen. Oh, indeed. <laughs> indeed. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is uh, Ryan Williams, Ryan Williams be back for game five? Say that again. Brian Williams will be back to the center. Is that thing? I man, I got the ring oh, wrong. You're, you're talking about Time Lord. You're talking about uh, you're talking about Robert Williams. Robert Williams Robert is going to be yeah, back for Robert Game Williams. Five. They're just saying that the knee needed some rest because think about it. Since Robert Williams has come back, there hasn't been other than that that Nets game where I think he played 15 minutes. Just everything else has been full blast. And so you're talking about oh, yeah, a guy. Yeah, he's come back from what would some, I mean, Zion Williamson is still working on coming back from a similar procedure. 
So to get okay. that rest, to get that rest, he'll be back for game oh, five. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for the call. That was an unbelievable fourth quarter. Yeah. That's the pride that I challenged this team on back in December. Where's the pride? You know, there's this uh, show on HBO Max. It's really good called Winning Time. It's about the Lakers and how they're building up. And it's not. this is not a, to, to champion the Lakers or anything. But everything at that time was beating the pride of the Celtics. Despite the NBA being in super big trouble, the Celtics were the standard. So the pride has always been there. And then you start to wonder, like, I, I was wondering out loud, like, are these guys just, you know, like, like is Oklahoma City any different to them than the Boston Celtics? Because it should be. Like, from working in television in this industry for a while, yeah, I want some good B-roll to show. I don't want to show Oklahoma City from five years ago and say, look at the history of this team. No, I want some black and white photos. I want to show parades with old cars lined up on the side streets and old-fashioned and then moving along and see neon stuff and the mullets and, and winning. Ch- I want to see history. And maybe that's finally absorbing into the skin and into the DNA of this team. Because they showed it tonight. Tonight, easily, easily, the way that game was going, the Celtics could have lost by 15, and it would have made sense. And then we would be talking like, oh, boy, how bad is Time Lord needed? You know, then the conversation would be like, okay, let's revisit. Who's going to get eliminated first, the Bruins or the Celtics? How about neither at this point? Neither. Mark and I just a week ago had a conversation like, you know, what? Boy, it looks like the Bruins are in transition, and the Patriots. We don't, you know, we don't know what they're doing. Maybe Bill's like filling out his retirement paper. You know how much do I have on this life insurance? The Sox. I mean, they're so bad. I'll get to them at the end of the show. But now, literally, you have the NBA champions on the ropes with the Celtics, and the Bruins have the Canes, who was playing "Who's Your Daddy" with our goaltenders. Both nodded at two games apiece. A best of three games. This is what Boston fandom is about, man. It's about like, oh, we're not dead yet. And the Celtics are picking that up. I'm almost more impressed with these these guys playing for the Celtics right now than the team that was in the bubble, the team that went to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals that lost to the Cavs, why? Because you don't have these over-superstarred veterans, right? Like, people are still debating if Jason Tatum is a superstar. Clearly, he's a star, but people will make an argument that he's not a superstar. They weren't saying that when Kyrie was here and the mix of other players. Gordon Hayward was considered a star at the time, and the young guys were coming up under them. This was not an easy game tonight at all until the fourth quarter. Like 43 points in the fourth quarter? Amazing. But yet they had only scored 18 in the first quarter. I think, Joe, do you remember? It was like, I think it was, they were down 10. It was like 21-11. And uh, M.A. called a timeout. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, the Celtics cannot let what the refs aren't doing, what the Bucks are getting away with, 
at, already at the beginning of the game, right? Because this is truly what the Bucks' identity is. How do we get Giannis to just pretty much? To, I mean, does anybody even look at Giannis' steps? Like if I was, if I was, if I was part of like quality control or whatever it is, I'd be on the phone with New York and say, you know what? Do you really believe Giannis's pivot foot stays on the ground with all those moves? You could say that about every trip down the down the floor every with Giannis. Every damn trip, Giannis takes four steps. And you know those people are going to say, oh, he's 6'10", he moves like a point guard. Like, yeah, right. I would move like a gazelle, too, if I could take four steps and then shoot. You know, it's like, uh, it's like you know, when you're a kid and you used to run across these little things. Like, you might have, like, a little pond. Uh, some of us are you know, around money at one point. I had friends who had lots of money. But you have, like, these little ponds and you have these little lily pads in the ponds and you kind of skip along. You know, if I could take that amount of steps... Just to get to get across the pond as I could dribbling, dribbling a basketball like Giannis does. My goodness, fire me now from WEE. I'm going straight to the NBA. I take four steps. Shoot, that's Giannis all day. Do you think though there will be an adjustment now in the NBA, kind of starting tonight? Because we saw in that second half, like they were kind of being a little more constricted with Giannis on those calls. Do you think like it's going to transition now? Like probably in the moment. Here, here's what I think is going to happen. I think the league is already hit because think about it. Last year, it was about watching Giannis in his 10 count with the free throws. Like, oh my gosh, you want to talk about enabling your children? That's literally what they did. Thank God Giannis did not win MVP this year because if he won MVP, he would kind of use his get out of jail free card in this series. You know, hey, league office, I need one. You know, I'm the MVP. I need to at least have one game where I can get the award and win. At least Jokic can do it from home, you know. Or at the Mar- at the Morris twins' house. I'm totally kidding. That's a bad, bad. That's a bad sports joke. But yeah, I think what ends up happening and what's happening already is that the league office says we are clearly keeping an eye and talking to our referees about watching the force that Giannis is using, whether it's a basketball move or it's a power move, then followed by a basketball move. If it's a power move followed by a basketball move, that's a charge. If it's a basketball move and it runs the person over, it's an and one or whatever, or or two shots, whatever it's going to be. But I love the adjustment. I, there was there's one play where Giannis is coming across the lane, and just almost kind of like an amoeba defense way, they push Giannis almost an extra step to his right to throw off his whole balance going to the basket. And I was like, that's all you, you do that two or three times in a game, it's going to completely throw him off. And that's what happened tonight. 14 for 32. Those are James Harden numbers right there from the outside, right? 0 for 4 from 3, 6 for 11 from free throws uh, of his 18 rebounds. Only two of them were offensive, which is amazing. Four turnovers, five fouls, five assists. That's key because in game one, Giannis had 12 assists. So if he continues to believe that, you know, Bobby Portis is going to give me another two for seven game with four points and, you know, he give me some rebounds, but no points. And Pat Connaughton to give me 11 points, you know, shooting four for eight over 30 minutes. You know, I mean, they're in trouble. Or Drew Holiday is going to go five for 22 and shoot one for six for three. What's the point of kicking it out? All right. Still to come, we'll talk what's going on with the Red Sox. Continue the Celtics talk. You're welcome to join in at any time here on Late Night, 
779-7937, the text line, 37937. I told you you have a chance at a million-dollar parlay in the Bruins game tomorrow night. Scared money don't make none is next on WEEI. Turn it up, Joe. Turn it up. It's late night with KJ. My automobile's a piece of crap. I'm telling you. Opponents. Celtics opponents are feeling like that right now. It's no Beverly Hills for those guys. They just knew. Canes just thought they knew after game one and game two it was going to be game, set, match. I think the same feeling was with, with Giannis and crew when Time Lord was out tonight, that they would just go ahead and easily go up. 3-1 going back to Boston with three games to figure three games to figure out how to win one game. Now I think they're so tense and nervous they don't know how they're going to win two games. I, I I seriously believe that now. This is why tonight's game was so, so big. So, all right, telephone number here at late night, 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. All right, what do we have on the text line, Joe? So we got a number coming, or we got a comment, I should say, from an 860 number that asked the question, is Brooke Lopez still in the paint? And I kind of noticed that, too. Brooke Lopez wasn't really as effective as he was in the first half, uh, um, just hanging well, we, out in the paint. Well, because he's a hybrid guy, and, and right now, the, he's. They don't need three point shots. Like if if I'm game planning against the Celtics, right? So he should just he should just hung around the paint. Like well, compared to the size the Celtics now, have. If it's his mistake, I, I that's your that's his mistake. But again, this is what I say about the Bucks. Is yes, while they are the world champions, they are not a world champion pedigree team, and a lot of things are getting exposed. Obviously, one with Chris Middleton not there, I think it's it, it be, it's a much tougher series. But B, Giannis doesn't have a skill set beyond, I don't know, So 4,000 BC, you know. All right, what's your next one there? So we got another one from a 781 texter who says mm-hmm. Giannis was gassed by the middle of the third quarter, and he it was. was a major factor in the game because they had to manage it. And that's not a knock on Giannis because that, that's what they were saying last year. He plays so hard, you know, just trying to find a way to manage look, it. But look, tonight— look, look, look. If you're willing to lay down with another guy while a play is going on, you're not motivated to get up. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I mean, because everything is on Giannis's shoulder, and his game is one way. If what think about it, you want you're almost at the point now. If if Giannis is taking shots, jump shots from elbow extended, it does two things. One, it takes away their best rebounder on a miss, and two, it's most likely a miss. And that was the secret to tonight's game by Giannis taking shots outside of the paint. There was really nobody else in the paint that was going to get the rebounds because I think MA had mentioned at you know after the end of the first quarter his biggest concern were all the second ch- second chances that the Bucks were getting at the rim and it suddenly became like one and done at the one and done the rest of the game it was like the Bucks fell apart like my my favorite roots albums things fall apart the Bucks fell apart all right one more text before we get to this million dollar parlay so it's also from seven eight one he's saying that. Uh, being Giannis being a big factor in the middle of the third quarter was a major factor because they had to manage it, meaning they had to take him out, bring yep. him back in. And I honestly agree is that if Giannis continues to play this hard, you know, Milwaukee outside of Chris Middleton doesn't really have a go-to guy who can easily get buckets like Giannis. I mean, Giannis is one in a million, but... Well, here's, here's the war of attrition. Giannis played 41 minutes for the Bucks. Drew Holiday played 41, big, but, uh, 41 minutes for the Bucks. Nobody else played more than 30 outside of Pat Connaughton. But for the Celtics, Grant Williams played 25, Tatum 42, Horford 42, Smart 41, 
Jalen Brown, 32. Derek White, 34. So you've got more bodies running in, giving you minutes that can produce versus one guy who's giving you all the minutes and he has to produce because nobody else is. So uh, game five is going to be intense. Like I said, you got tickets to the Garden. As soon as Giannis steps inside that free throw line, start the count. One, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. I counted but, a couple you, times he hit 11. So imagine that getting amplified by dude, about 18,000. Put, put, you got to put the Mississippi in there so that way you're not going one, two, three. You know, so you, you, you know, one, 1,000, two, one, they count them out because trust me, a lot of things are going on in his mind right now that. Physically, he's worn out. His shot from the outside, from even 15 out, is not falling. And the league knows that he's pretty much just you know playing bowling for dollars in the middle of the lane, and the refs are calling it where they have not called it all year or, I don't know, all career for Giannis. So uh, Game 5 is going to be fascinating. Uh, we'll talk more about the Celtics. We'll hear from Al Horford, uh, some MA post game. So hangout late night still continues. But right now, it's time for Scared Money Don't Make None. Hit it, Joe. You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Mm-mm, don't be scared. Uh, scared Money Don't Make None. The best roll I ever had. Scared Money Don't Make None. I like this one. One dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Scared Money Don't Make None. All right, I've got... Four different parlays for you to play based on NBA games. You keep the music up, Joe. It's kind of the ambiance, right? Um, two NBA games and two NBA games tomorrow night. A little three-leg parlay on the uh, on the NHL draft tomorrow. And the Bruins came. So first, Philly-Miami. Take Philly and the money line. I think they're on fire clearly with Joel and B back in there. And this will be his first game playing. Uh, since he probably is fully known and heard people talking about Jokic being the MVP. I think Miami's in trouble. Take filling the money line plus 140. Don't forget the reemergence of James Harden. Th- wait, this is money line here, bro. We're talking money. The, this is like sacred, like, hum, okay. Points scored, 221 to 230. Last game, 240 points scored, plus 500. Take the Sixers to win by one to five points, plus 450. Heat leading at half, 76ers winning the game, plus 600. Scared money, $553.40 on a dollar bet. Joe money, $10 bet will get you $5,534. Smart money, $100 gets you $55,340. And some real money, $1,000 pays you $553,400. And that's just four legs, Joe. Four. Mavs at Suns. This is a risk taker, but hey, that's why the bit's called scare money don't make none. Take the Mavs in the money line. They may pull something off. Plus 195. It won't be by a lot of points. Mavs by one to five. Plus 500. Take the Suns to take the lead at halftime because they're at home. But the Mavs and Luka may go off and win it. Plus 700. The game total between 221 and 230, looking at a score, say 114, 110, plus 425. The scared morning of a dollar pays you 742 and 40 cents. Some Joe money, which is 10 bucks, will get you $7,424. 
$100, the smart money, $74,000, $240. And real money, $1,000 bet gets you $742,400. Yes, sir. The NHL draft is tomorrow. The lottery order. And here's a little, little three-leg you could play. Kraken, who should, by order, be the third pick. I say they get the number one pick. That's plus 700. The Coyotes, who should get the second pick, according to their record, gets the second pick. That's at 550. And the Canadiens, who should have the top pick, I think there's going to be a little Canadian bias because, hey, the Coyotes are playing in a college gym and the Kraken are brand new. So we they got to help them. And who's feeling bad for the Canadiens, right? The Canadiens, they'll get the third pick. That odd is minus 140. Scared money gets you $88.14 at a dollar. $10, the Joe money, $881.42. That's not bad. The Joe money, the smart money, $100 bet, $8,814.28. And real money, $1,000 bet, $88,142.86. But the biggie, Bruins at Canes. Take the Bruins money line plus 120. Exact score. Bruins four. Canes two. Plus 2200. Yo. Take the Bruins in a minus one and a half spread. They win 4-2. There's your spread. Plus 280. And the Bruins win by two plus 750. Scared money. A dollar bet would get you $1,633. Joe money, $10 bet will get you $16,333. Smart money, $100 bet will get you $163,338. And real money, a $1,000 bet, get ready for it. $1,633,380. See, scared money. Don't make that. Next. We'll talk more Bruins, plus Celtics tonight. We'll hear from our Horford post game as well as M.A. We'll try and get some from him. Plus, we got to get some Red Sox in because the Red Sox aren't getting it in. It's really a chase to the bottom. The second hour of Late Night continues next here on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.